Have you ever felt unseen, like unnoticed? Maybe you feel like you blended in the crowd, that you're not really memorable at all. Maybe you were brought up with your parents kind of insinuating that people who need attention are, you know, insecure. You shouldn't quote unquote need that much attention. Yet at the same time, if you are deprived of attention, if you are feeling unnoticed, you're going to be really, really lonely. Now, I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you this right now. I've been in the fitness industry helping people with their physicality since 2009. And every single person I've ever trained has done so so that they could get noticed. I mean, young men lift weights to be noticed by young girls. Like, that's absolutely true. But it goes so far beyond attracting a romantic partner. People who are taking control of their physicality are doing it because they want to take up space in this world. They want to be noticed. They want to be seen. It doesn't always have to do with having the most jacked physique. It has to do with proving what you're capable of, being able to to hang and compete with your peers. It, it absolutely has to do with being noticed. Every single case can be traced back to that. And that fact might cause a little bit of conflict in us. The fact that like, hey, dude, I'm doing this thing for attention. I'm doing this thing to be noticed. Because maybe we were taught that appearances don't matter, or maybe they, we were taught that they shouldn't matter, and we're a shitty person if we do judge someone by their appearance. Maybe we were taught that caring about the way you look or what people think of you is vain or self-absorbed. Very likely, we've heard the saying, don't judge a book by its cover, because most of us were told that as kids. And, and what that is, that is programming. You are, your brain is literally being programmed if you're a young kid hearing that shit. It's social conditioning, and maybe that programming sticks with you. And so when we start working out, we can't admit to ourselves that we want to look better. We can't admit to ourselves this desire to be noticed and stand out. So we, th- so we say things like, oh, I'm, just, I'm just working out to be healthy. And then deep down, we really secretly hope somebody notices us. We really secretly hope that our body changes so dramatically that uh, you know it'll pay off for us. See, because... There's a problem, and, and that is that like, even though we were told all those things, people do judge us by the way we look, and we judge others by the way we look, whether we want to or not. We can't help it. It's wired in our brain. Sure, we are civilized beings, and we are kind and empathetic beings. We can control <laughs> the caveman brain to a, to a certain extent, but those first impressions, those first couple seconds, they're, they're well beyond our control. Our, our, our brain fills in all the gaps based on appearances right away. And the fact of the matter is, if you look at it from a book standpoint, if our life is a book that we're writing, our, our whole our whole present, whole being is a book that we're writing, if we're not creating a really attractive cover for that book, we can have the best book ever written, and it won't matter because nobody will read it. Human life is about connection, okay? Everything that we do, the essence of our existence comes down to the connections we have with other people. And so being attractive and being able to bring the right people into your life is really, really important. Arguably the most important thing you can, you can, you can say in the human existence is to be able to forge authentic and lasting connection. And to sit here and downplay the importance of appearances in that is really quite childish, to be honest with you. But we lie to our children anyway, and we tell them that shit. We tell them, you know, don't be shallow. You don't need, you know, don't don't be seeking attention. Don't, you know, oh, they only wear that for attention. Don't judge a book by its cover. We tell our kids this shit. And then at a certain point, or we were told that as kids, or whatever you want to say, and at a certain point, we realize it's not true. 
We're like, oh, dude, as soon as you get any sort of real world experience, probably starting in high school, we understand the power of appearance. We understand that you can't just ignore this shit, that it's super ingrained in our DNA. And at that point, you got two options. You can get mad at the world for being so shallow, and you can shake your fist at the sky and dye your hair blue and spend the rest of your life in therapy. Or what most people do is you lean into things that get you more attention. You lean into the things that make you feel noticed, and you continue to build on those. We go all in on creating the most attractive cover as possible for our book to attract the most amount of readers. And that could certainly be fitness, right? Like, yeah, dude, I I, I noticed that when I was in shape, I I got a lot of attention. So now I'm going to take it to the extreme. I'm going to lean into that, you know, and I'm going to be the most jacked dude everywhere I go. It could could definitely be that. But it could also be career. You know what I mean? I noticed that uh, I was pretty good at that job. So now I'm going to make my whole life about getting promotions and titles. We can make it about wealth and just accumulation and make that be our thing. That brings us status and power and makes us noticed. Or it could just be like lifestyle in general. Cool houses and cars and flashy vacations and shit. All these things that at a surface level catch somebody's eye. And at least make them think, you know, from an outsider's perspective before they get too close. They're like, damn, I want that person in my circle. Right? That, that's what those things do. Having a, having a jack physique, having a, a status at work with a cool title, having a lot of money, or having a fun lifestyle or a luxurious lifestyle. Those Make people say, hey, man, I'd like to find out more about what that person's got going on. They're doing something right, you know? The problem is, I guess it's another problem, right? There's, I'm just listing off problem after problem here. But the problem with that is that sometimes we go so far in the pursuit of crafting that attractive cover. And and we just we become all about that thing. We become all about being the most jack guy in the room. It's our whole identity. or all about our career. Oh, I'm the I'm the senior VP of blah blah blah, and and next by next year I'm going to be partner. Like I don't even fucking know corporate titles, but you get what I'm saying, right? And we we go all in on it, and all of a sudden we're like, cool. So we got this cover, which is great, but the book is just boring as hell, right? It's like our whole identity. If our whole identity revolves around being the jack guy at the pool, then we are completely neurotic about working out. We, 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 we are not spontaneous at all. We have no social life because if there was ever to be somebody who was more jacked than us, our whole identity would crumble. Or if we are so obsessed with being a VP at work and then, you know, our friends say, Hey, I got this guy over here. He's president of his company. Our whole identity crumbles. But worse than that, if our whole identity is about those things, we have nothing else to talk about. The book at that point actually is boring. Because we can't carry a conversation, we can't add value besides this single facet of life that we've gone all in on. We have nothing to offer in terms of conversation. And so my point here isn't that being jacked or rich or having a, having a big title at work or having good connections, is. I'm not saying it's bad. My point is just that if you are one-dimensional and all you focus on is creating this cover, all you're doing is bringing more readers into your world just to disappoint them and have them find out quickly how shitty your book is, right? My point here is that both the context of the book and the attractiveness of the cover matter a great deal to your existence. They matter a great deal to how well you can connect with people. The quality of your life will be determined by the quality of your connections to people, I don't mean connections like, oh, I got connections like in my network. No, I mean like your true, authentic, genuine, and deep connections are going to affect the whole quality of your life. And in order to optimize that, you want to both have 
an amazing depth of character and an awesome, attractive outer front that brings people in. See, because when you have that depth to your character and you have an outward appearance that is in alignment with that character and expresses that character and displays exactly what you're about, you become magnetic, which magnetic is cool because you are attractive to the people who are going to value you and you are polarizing to those who aren't on the same wavelength as you. Those who weren't going to value you as much don't even bother you. And that's the beautiful thing about being in alignment. And most of us fail to be magnetic because we fail to ever truly be ourselves. And that's why we blend in. If you blend in, you're not magnetic. You're not pushing people away, but you're not pulling people in either. You're just blending in. And if you're listening, if you've been listening for the last nine and a half minutes about this very topic, obviously there's something in you that wants to be fucking be seen. You know what I mean? So you're tired of blending in. So it's time to become magnetic, which means you will be polarizing to some people while you're attracting people who are continually or who are on the same wavelength as you. And so let's talk about that depth of character. How do you create that depth of character? It's kind of hard, right? You can't just be like, oh, it's, this is who I am and write down who you are and then start expressing it. Like, obviously, if it was that easy, nobody would be blending in in the first place. So a good place that I would start would be to explore your values. Look in these two places, look in your bank account and look at your calendar. Not going forward, going backwards. Look at how you've been spending your time and spending your money over the last years, over the last year, two years, I don't know, whatever. Because you can't fake your values. You can say, I value X, Y, and Z. You're like, oh, I value fitness. Let me see that calendar. You haven't worked out more than twice a week in fucking three years, homie. No, you don't. You know what I'm saying? So that's the values check is really important. Values are there to be discovered. Look at how you're actually spending your time. Look at how you're actually spending your money. Those are the things that you value most. You're voting with your dollars and your hours about what you actually value. And here's the cool thing. If you are open to that truth, you can then lean into it. <laughs> you're like, okay, this is, this is who I am as decided by me when I decided to spend time and money in these places. And now I know who I am. That's a really liberating feeling. You don't have to pretend anymore because you've just looked at the truth. So understand your values, but then also there's a few other things you want to you understand. Understand the experiences that you want to have. Think about the relationships that you want to have. Think about the impact that you want to have on the world. Think about what you want to create. What do you want to bring into fruition? Think about in the relationships that you value, what are the dynamics that you desire in those relationships? What do you want your marriage to look like? How do you want to talk to your siblings? What do you want it to be like with your parents? What's the dynamic you desire for, your, for you and your kids? Write that shit down. Ask yourself this question. What kind of life do I want for my kids? Because the more you get to know this stuff, the more, the more you just jot this stuff down and let your mind wander and just let your brain fantasize, it's like, the more you're getting to know yourself, the more you're getting to truly understand yourself. It's easiest to express to yourself when no one's looking. So just express, just write it down. I can, you can use it as journal prompts, whatever. And I'll say this to you. I mean, this stuff isn't one and done. You don't just journal about this stuff once and that's who you are forever. Like you're going to change what you want is going to change. Who you are is going to change all good. So continuing to stay in touch with who you are is going to, is going to go a very long way to understanding you know, who's going to belong in your life to understanding the contents of your book. Because once you know who you are, it's easy to express who you are. 
And I think that's that's probably the best part for so many people who have social anxiety or they're just uneasy around people in general. They're nervous. What if they like me? What if they don't? When you know who you are, what you've done is you've removed the desire for you to mold yourself into a situation. You no longer have to fit in. Once you know who you are, you're probably unwilling to change who you are in order to fit in, right? But also what you've done in place of fitting in is you've understood who you are. And and by doing that, you've created a sense of belonging within yourself. You accept yourself and you accept that I belong here. And what you can then do is go into any social situation and not be so scared of rejection. Either I belong because of who I am or, or I'm not accepted because of who I am, but either way is okay. And that, again, this is why it's super, super important to know yourself and know what you actually value. If you don't know what you value, well, then it's very easy to go into a social situation and want to fit in. And all of a sudden you're changing your values because you never took the time to really think about in the first place. So once you understand who you are and who you want to be, like that, that is the content of our book. That's our character. That's who, that's who we are. That's, that's the book, right? So our next goal is to make sure that our physical presence effortlessly projects who we feel ourselves to be on the inside. And we do this through a couple of different ways. So first of all, there's our fitness. Now, I mentioned to you before that everyone who's ever come to me has, has picked up fitness as a way to, to be noticed. But that might look a thousand different ways. Maybe the skinny kid wants to be noticed. He he doesn't feel skinny and weak. He he sees himself as as strong and athletic. So he's he's working out. Fitness to him means I'm gonna just I'm gonna make my outside match my inside by becoming big and strong, right? Maybe there's people who are like I want to I want to be capable of anything. The experiences that I want to have are all in like remote backcountry locations and I want to be able to get to the top of mountain or whatever, right? That's what fitness means to them. And because they've figured out who they are on the inside, then going out and, and committing to getting the degree or the type of fitness that they need is easy. And they're not going to be like, oh man, all I really want to do is run a marathon, but my trainer's got me on a bodybuilding program. Like this doesn't make any sense. No, they're going to be able to go into, they're going to be able to ask the world for exactly what they need. This is who I am. This is what I'm looking for. Boom. And now I can execute on that. It's the same with clothes. Clothes express who we are. And so either are we trying to be seen? Are we trying to blend in? Are we trying to look professional? Are we trying to look casual? If we don't put any thought to it, it's all just going to be a hodgepodge, right? But if we know who we are in what we're trying to express, what vibes we're trying to get off, dressing ourselves becomes pretty easy. We express through we are, who we are through affiliations with other people. Do we hang out with other people who have similar values as us? If we value education or if we value, and when I say education, I mean, let's just call it um, personal growth, continuing education, because I'm going to be real with you. There's not a whole lot going on in the American education system up to uh, through college, which is as far as I made it. But if I say, dude, I value people who are constantly educating themselves and growing, does it make sense for me to be affiliated with people who haven't read a book in 10 years? Probably not. And we also express who we are through our emotional state. When we look at the relationship dynamics we we, we, we want to have, when we look at the experiences we want to have, are we envisioning ourselves having those experiences all grumpy and pissed off all the time? 
Are we imagining ourselves being offended all the time? Of course not. And so when we do a certain amount of work on our emotional state, we decide like, hey, man, I have to be in a state that matches who I actually want to be. I want to be confident and calm and, you know, project a resourceful sort of energy to the people around me. And we can only be very particular about this, intentional about this, if we first have done a bunch of work on deciding who we are. And in fact, when we decide who we are, when we do that work first, then all this stuff comes next and it comes very naturally and very easy. And so what I'd invite you to do is just check in on yourself. And first of all, ask like, what, how can I create better content? <laughs> how can I develop my character more? How can I be more interesting? How can I pursue a life that is more authentic and true to myself? You know, and you can do that by, by looking at things that you want to do, but you aren't currently doing. Relationships you want to have, but you currently don't have. Workouts that you're currently doing, they currently or you, that you want to do that you're currently not doing, like whatever the case is, um, where where are you misaligned on that? Because the next question is is where you're at currently reflective of who you are? And it's crazy, like how many people have come into to our world for fitness, and they and they've gotten themselves sorted out, their understanding of their own character sorted out, understanding of their values sorted out, and there's massive life changes that take place. Like, dude, I came here to lose 20 pounds, but next thing I know, I'm changing careers. <laughs> I came here to lose 20 pounds. Next thing I know, I'm moving out of state. Because you start to realize as you understand who you are, like, man, maybe my choices right now aren't really reflecting who I am. And that's good. Finding incongruencies is good because then you can fix those incongruencies. But if you don't know they exist at a conscious level, they're just going to be like a tug of war. They're going to be like a thorn in your brain at an unconscious level until you resolve that shit. So ask yourself, like, where am I strong? Where can I use some work? What kind of vibes am I sending out to the world? And would I like to change some of those vibes? Would I like to change the way I'm perceived? Would I like to change the energy I'm giving out into the world? And if so, how can I do that? Is it my clothing? Is it my fitness? Is it my emotional energy? Like, what is it? And, you know, I don't have all the answers for you. All I'm inviting you to today is to look at these things, ask yourself these questions, because I believe you have, well, in fact, I believe you're the only one who has the answers to what you want out of life, who you want to be, how you want to navigate this world. So my only goal today was to bring this to your attention, challenge your thought process on a little, uh, a little bit on it, and you know, possibly get you to do some digging on yourself so you can better understand yourself and then better live in alignment with who you want to be and and set the signals of of who you sell, of who you see yourself to be so that you can attract more and better and more authentic and deeper connection in your life. That's all I'm asking. All right. So if this landed with you, do me a favor. Hey dude, podcast reviews, always helpful, especially on Apple Podcasts if you're on there. But whatever you listen to, a review is helpful. And then also if you haven't already, which by the way, thank you for everybody who signed up last week, go to goodshit.info and there's a button there uh, that says Get with the program, I think. And what that is, it'll lead you to my Substack, which is where I'm be sharing most of my writing, which I haven't been doing a ton of lately. So I'm getting back into the writing game. And go ahead and subscribe over there if you want to be kept in the loop on that. Uh, it's going to be similar thoughts to the podcast, but obviously better organized and ideally with um, better punctuation because I get to edit that shit. So that's what I got for you guys this week. Have an awesome one. We'll talk to you soon. 